Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. Let the financial fun begin. Today, we're going to talk about managing credit card debt, which is a hot topic in the financial world these days. But I did want to pause for a second and talk about why the Wiser Financial Advisor exists. I started the podcast because ultimately I got into this business because I wanted to help people. And the podcast is a way that I'm able to help teach. And I've got the heart of a teacher. I think I got that from my dad, who was a high school chemistry teacher. But when it comes to the podcast, it's a way that we can not only share what I know right from my experience, but also share wisdom collected from a lot of different sources over the years. So you think about it when you learn how to do anything. One of those ways, of course, is trial and error. That's the most expensive and most time consuming way to learn anything. Another way to learn something is to hire a coach or hire somebody or just talk to somebody who could be a mentor. In other words, they've made all the mistakes. They've spent all the time. They've wasted all the money. We've seen it over and over throughout the years because we've literally had thousands and thousands of conversations with people and we can see what works. We can see what doesn't. We can see some of the landmines that people have stepped on throughout their financial lives. And of course, in some cases, really sad circumstances, maybe things that people couldn't have done anything about. But nonetheless, we have a lot of collected wisdom that we're able to share that's really why the podcasts exist, because we are here to get wisdom. Acquiring wisdom is the wisest thing that anybody could do. And so that's why we do it on the Wiser Financial Advisor. So today we are going to talk about credit cards. I read in Barron's this week that credit card interest rates are as high as they've been since Bill Clinton was president. And that's going a ways back. You look at interest rates and where they are today, very, very high, about 18.1% average, they say right now. And that's just the average. That's just the average credit card, which tells you a lot of credit cards are much, much higher than that. I did want to talk to you about credit card debt and how to manage them. It's something that I think for the average American, they just use it as a way to budget. They use it as a way to get points and miles and so forth. In fact, I think most people think it's weird if you don't have a credit card, if that's not how you're managing your money. But again, I have a lot of experience with people that have walked the path and have really run into some tough times because of how they've managed credit card debt or because they've used credit cards at all. Recognize that when you use a credit card, unless you pay it off immediately, and I know a few people who do this, believe it or not, they actually go home. They'll, they'll spend money at Chick-fil-A and then they'll go home and they'll pay that off on their credit card right away. Most people don't do that, of course, because the bank gives you kind of an interest-free loan for a few weeks or a month, whatever your credit card cycle is. But the key is they're hoping that somewhere along the line, you're going to run into some financial trouble. And you may have had very good intentions, in other words, of paying off the full balance at the end of the month. So you didn't have to pay interest and you get to keep the points or the miles or whatever it is that they're incenting you with. But those of you who have been around for a while and have any kind of a life, if you've got a car or a house or a dog or kids, anything like that, you know that all the time there are unexpected things that come up, things that you had not planned on. Maybe you couldn't have even planned or even foreseen that that was a possible expense that you'd be incurring, but now you've got some surprise expenses. You may have heard of Murphy's Law, which says that if anything can go wrong, 
it will. And of course, Mr. Murphy comes along an awful lot, even if you're really careful and plan ahead, there's still lots of stuff that you can't anticipate. So oftentimes that's what happens when we sit down with somebody and they've got a bunch of credit card debt. They may have a whole stack of credit cards, in other words, with balances that they can't pay off. And it might have been the thing that they bought at Home Depot for 0% interest for six months or whatever, right? There's a multitude of different things out there. There's actually even a thing that you can do that is a buy now, pay later arrangement. Amazon offers that there's all kinds of organizations that want to do this now because they're not stupid. They want to make money. There's a percentage of people that will not be able to pay off that loan, will not be able to pay off that credit card balance, and they'll start paying interest, whether it's at 18%, 14%, 20-something percent. That's ugly. When you think about that much interest, that's why they can afford to stick their name on the side of a stadium or a big building in New York City or Chicago. Well, that wasn't free. So they had to come up with that money from someplace, and the credit card division is typically a very profitable division of the bank. They're hoping that you're going to be one of the people that ends up not being able to pay off whatever it was that you borrowed money on. You're going to run into some tough times, and now you are, too, going to be paying that high interest. If you're using credit cards at all, you are playing with fire. You are competing against Mr. Murphy and basically guessing that you're not going to have major things happen that will prevent you from paying off that credit card balance. Now, again, this is the point where I'll get all kinds of people saying, wait, 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 Josh, you're crazy. The bank's giving you this interest-free loan. You're going to get the points, the miles, all this stuff. I've done it for years, right? They may tell me and I've never run into problems. I've never paid a fee, never paid interest. Good for you. That's great. But I can tell you the average person, that's not the experience. And that's exactly why banks offer the points and the miles because they want to keep you using those instruments that they're very profitable on. When it comes to credit cards, know that what you're doing is you're actually borrowing money and there is a possibility. In fact, the odds are that there will be some point in time where you cannot pay that balance off. And even if you just carried the, the balance for a month or two and then paid it off, the interest that you're paying easily negates the points, the miles, whatever it is that you're getting. Number two, you've got some credit card balances. Let's assume that you're one of the people that actually does have balances on different debts and you haven't been able to pay them off. How do you actually knock out debt and get it paid off quickly? That's particularly important right now because the economic situation that we have globally, not just in the US, is deteriorating right now. And they say that we're probably going to be in a recession if we're not in one already. The debate right now isn't if we're going to have a recession. It's actually Actually more how bad is it going to be? How long will it last? We didn't know it's going to get this bad, really. The Federal Reserve didn't as well, and that's why they waited so long to start raising interest rates. Last year, in 2021, they talked about inflation being transitory, and so they continued to keep interest rates very, very low. The federal funds rate, they kept at zero for a long, long time after COVID hit, much longer than they should have, and now we're paying the price for that with runaway inflation and high interest rates. So the circumstances that we're going into, right, are not very pleasant. You may get laid off. You may have other things that happen, like your stock market value, the value you're seeing in your account is actually down right now. So lots of circumstances where people don't quite feel as wealthy as they were before, might even just be the impact of inflation that's starting to squeeze you, and you might feel more tempted to carry a credit card balance or buy something and not pay it off right away. 
our favorite way of eliminating debt of all types. And the mortgage, we'll kind of put that on the side because mortgage debt is a little bit different. You still want to pay that off eventually. I think most people want to be completely debt-free at some point in their future, but we're going to put that in a different category because interest rates are much lower typically on mortgages. And you're also using it to buy and appreciate an asset, at least an asset that should be going up over a long period of time. Keep that in mind. That's kind of a separate bird. But every other kind of debt, whether it's student loans or credit cards, car loans, truck loans, boat loans, whatever kind of loan that you've got, we want to eliminate that debt as quickly as possible. When it comes to credit cards, those usually are the ones that we want to tackle first. They're also the ones that are typically the lowest balances. And so we like the debt snowball approach, which is not ours. It's actually Dave Ramsey's. But his debt snowball approach is what I think, in my experience, going through a lot of conversations with people, it's the way that people can get stuff paid off the fastest, not with the least amount of interest necessarily, but the fastest. And that's because the debt snowball, what we do is we actually make a list of all of our debts from smallest to largest. So take a piece of paper. You could do a spreadsheet. You could use budgeting software. There's all kinds of tools that you can use. Bottom line is make sure that you've got a list of all your debts from smallest to largest. And don't put them into categories. Don't group them together. In other words, if you've got five credit cards and they add up to $2,500, list them individually in order of balance, smallest to largest. So the debt snowball approach, simply put, does this is it eliminates payments and increases your cash flow as soon as possible. So now you've got some breathing room. And the breathing room is really necessary because if you are going to get these things paid off faster and snowball, you need to start eliminating some payments and freeing up some of your budget. So when it comes to the debt snowball, that means that we take all of our extra money, every dollar that we can possibly come up with that's not necessary to buy our family's food and so forth. So all the the nice stuff, like going to a concert, things like that. If you're listening to Dave Ramsey, he'll tell you that you should be eating rice and beans and going extremely conservative with your budget until you can get your consumer debt paid off. So what that means is we're taking all the extra money that we've got, putting it on that smallest debt, and chances are it's probably only going to be a month or two, and that thing's going to be paid off. Now we've got whatever that was, let's say it was $20, $50 that we were required to make on that payment each month. Now we've got that extra $20 or $50 that we can apply to the next debt the next month around. So I think you'll find that you'll actually pay things off much faster and be down to zero debt ASAP. Dave Ramsey actually says that people who follow that program religiously, and for those of you who have ever gone through Financial Peace University, they go through this in detail. So I highly recommend that program for those of you who are trying to get your financial house in order. A great educational program. But They say on average about a year and a half it takes for people to eliminate all of their debts except for the mortgage. I've seen people do it before. So I can tell you from experience that going through this process actually does work and people feel a sense of freedom. I've had debts in the past. I've never carried a bunch of credit card debt, uh, but certainly I've had car loans. I've had a student loan way, way back when I got out of college, but I got stuff paid off quickly. And when you get stuff paid off, there's just the sense of freedom. You just walk a little bit lighter and it's a sense of peace. That's why they call it Financial Peace University, because as you get your stuff paid off and get money accumulated in the bank, you are much more prepared for unexpected stuff that's going to be coming up. 
And it might not be you. It could actually be a friend, a family member, might be a coworker, somebody else that you care about that you're sharing these conversations with and certainly uh, you know, share this podcast episode with them as well. The other things that we can do to prevent against running into problems with credit card debt or just getting into credit card debt to begin with are having a cash reserve, having an emergency fund. And we recommend three to six months worth of living expenses for most people. I say most people simply because you might be in a different situation where you need more cash than that. Let's say if you're self-employed, or let's say that you're in a sales type position where your income jumps all over the place. Maybe it's even a situation where you own your own business, or maybe you're in a situation where you think you might actually get laid off. You might actually start accumulating more cash because of that. But generally speaking, we want about three to six months worth of living expenses sitting in savings or checking. That means it's not in the stock market. It's not in the bond market. It's not in cryptocurrency. It's just sitting in the bank or credit union, your checking or savings account. One nuance on that, sometimes people say, well, can I put it in CDs? You could, but the chances are that uh, when you have an emergency, it's probably not going to coincide with when your CD matures. <laughs> I, I recommend checking your savings that you just accumulated in a straight cash bucket. Uh, use that as your way of having your emergency fund, your rainy day fund, whatever you want to call it. It's basically your Murphy's Law fund. So when bad stuff happens, unexpected stuff happens, you've got that cash sitting there. Finally, the other thing I wanted to talk about was just budgeting in general. Having thousands and thousands and thousands, it's probably tens of thousands by now, over 23 years doing this. But with that many conversations, I can tell you that the vast majority of people do not budget or have any idea what they're actually spending. That doesn't matter how much money you make, by the way. I've talked to people who make very little as far as income that have actually a very good budget. They know where their money is going. I can tell you people that make in the seven figures that have no idea how much money they're spending. So uh, it's it's not a matter of income. It's a matter of actually having the discipline to use software, use spreadsheets, use whatever you need to do to track and figure out how much you're actually spending and use that as your means of figuring out how much needs to go into your emergency fund. Now, if you're kind of at square one right now and you're not sure what it is that you're actually spending or where your money is going, sometimes that's actually the problem. People sit down with me and they say, will you just look at my stuff? I really have no idea where my money is going. I don't know why I don't have any extra money, right? I'm making X number of dollars between my spouse and I. We make a lot of money, but it doesn't seem to actually go anywhere. It seems like we spend all of it. Not sure where that money is actually going. I would recommend you use some type of a tool. You could go really draconian and you could basically get cash for your paychecks and use envelopes. And for some people, they have to really do that because they've just had such a hard time managing money. They'll actually go to a cash envelope system. That's hard in today's world, I'll admit. So for most people, I do recommend you use some type of a tool at RamseySolutions.com. They actually have a product called Every Dollar. It's really important because, again, we work hard for our money and we don't want to see it all go away. We want to make sure that we're building wealth with part of it, leaving enough margin for bad stuff that's going to happen, you know, bad stuff or just unexpected stuff. We want to make sure that we're leaving plenty of margin for that because that is part of life. You're going to have unexpected expenses that come up. And sometimes those can be quite large. Uh, you might even be a responsible citizen and have all your insurance, your homeowner's insurance, all those sorts of things. But that stuff has deductibles, right? And there are certain things that aren't covered by insurance. So it's important to leave lots and lots of margin, lots and lots of distance, in other words, between Mr. Murphy and your own financial situation. 
So to kind of recap here, a couple of things. Number one, credit cards, they're something that you want to be really careful with. If you're playing that game, you are playing with fire. Just recognize that the bank wins in the end. You just want, don't want to be those people that end up paying interest, paying fees. I know a lot of people that say, well, that would never be me. I also know a lot of people that didn't think that it would ever be them and they ended up carrying balances. And remember, it doesn't take that long. It only takes a month or two and it could completely negate all the benefits of any points or miles or anything like that that you've been getting. One fail safe on this is just to use a debit card. Get rid of your credit cards, use a debit card instead. It's convenient. It takes it right out of your checking account and it guarantees that you will not accumulate debt because the money will run out and you won't have any more in your account to spend. So that's a way that you can actually make sure that your budget uh, doesn't go too far. You're not getting that over the tips of your skis, so they say. Make sure that you are managing your budget responsibly. We talked about that and also making sure that you've got plenty of cash, plenty of insulation between yourself and any unfortunate things that would end up coming up in the future. Remember that emergency fund is not used to save up for your car or anything like that. That's kind of extra money that you should be saving up for that stuff. You really always want that three to six months worth of living expenses sitting in cash, just in your checking or savings account. Yes, I know the interest is paltry. There's hardly any interest that you're probably getting on those accounts right now. It doesn't matter. It's something that's not going to go up and down like the stock market or the bond market, or the cryptocurrency market or the real estate market. Pick any market and it's going to go up and down Having it in cash, having it in an emergency fund, that three to six months or more, depending on your personal situation, is a great way to make sure that you've got plenty of insulation between you and Mr. Murphy. So that's it for today. I hope that's helpful. And again, there's lots of great resources out there. If you know somebody who's struggling, especially, and they really just need some in-depth coaching and really some good foundational stuff, the Dave Ramsey resources are great. We are big, big fans of it. We actually provide the Every Dollar program for our, our employees, actually, for all of our team members at Keystone. So we believe in it that much that we actually eat our own cooking, right? We're all using it ourselves. Highly recommend that. Highly recommend his book, Total Money Makeover, and their Financial Peace University program. Great ways for people to get started and get that foundation going. If there's anything that we can do to help support you or your friends, your family, your coworkers, anybody that really could use some help, even just getting started. Of course, our job is really more on the wealth building side of things. So oftentimes we get involved with people once they're past those initial stages, right, of cash and paying off debt and so forth. But we are here for you your friends, your family, your coworkers. Also, if you could help us out, it would help us out immensely by clicking subscribe on your favorite podcast service, wherever you're listening to this. And also share these episodes because we know that there are a lot of people that are not listening right now that actually need to hear this. A lot of people that are lost, they're just not sure where to get started. So pass this on to them as well. Just really appreciate you taking the time to listen. We know your time is valuable. Have a great week and God bless. We love feedback and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast by rating us and also subscribing to us at your favorite podcast service. This episode has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.